Wilderness of waves. Wild, wild blue. August 16th, 2019. I'm just out here zigzagging my way around the high and trying to stay on the edge of what's left of Hurricane Henrietta. I move in long jibes to and fro, day by day getting closer to my destination. My bird is back. I named him Pluto. This time he's on top of my bimini. He pokes his head down to look at me occasionally. He has pooped all over my hatch and bimini, but I will leave his blessings there until Hawaii. Because when a bird poops on your head, it's good luck. Who cares if it smells like fish guts? The wind always calms right at sunset and sunrise. The majority of the day it's gusting in the mid-twenties, which isn't so bad, but the waves, the waves, oh the waves, the swell, the waves, colossal, chaotic. Vertically moving particles of deep water and wind, what went wrong with you, my friends? Crash, splash, boom, pop, splash, bang. They're all lost, crossed, and confused, absolutely mad. Every single one of them has gone rogue. Every single one of them has gone rogue. There is no uniformity to their motion, no order at all, only chaos, wild, wild, blue chaos. One goes right, another left, one falls down, another jumps up, one moves at two knots, another at six knots, one curls, another crawls. There are steep ones and shallow ones, long ones and fat ones, blue ones and white ones. They come from the north, the south, the east, the west, hitting me at every angle. Some rides are gentle, some rides are flights of fury that rattle the bones of my boat from mast to keel and back again. There are waves out here that come from the current wind. There are waves that come from the wind of yesterday and the wind of the future and the wind of the year 1929. In fact, I'm quite certain that some of these waves come from wind that blew in the era before Christ. The waves bubble up and rise their way into the boat through the galley sink. They jump over the lifelines and into the cockpit. They make their way into the bilge through who knows where. It feels like the artistry of a squall, but there is no squall in sight, and the condition is prolonged versus ephemeral. Walking around, I brace myself on anything and everything. I engage muscles that forgot they existed. I walk somewhat sideways or slanted, and step with legs wide and alert eyes. That which is not lashed down flies through the air. Coins, books, rugs, dishes, spices, records, food, rainbows, my misplaced thoughts. The deck of the boat is now a coffin for flying fish who flew like arrows out of the sea and mistook my boat for a wave. I am sure it's a common mistake in a sea state such as this. I will give them each a burial as soon as the waves permit. I will sing to them as I toss them back into the sea. If I had it with me, I might play for them something dramatic with lots of twists and turns like Rites of Spring by Stravinsky, but I don't, so I've decided that I will toss each one towards the sunset and sing Ride into the Sun by Velvet Underground. Each time the song says city, I will replace it with the word sea, and I will replace the word people with the word fish. 
It will be a nice send-off, don't you think? I just started reading Sailing Alone Around the World by Joseph Slocum. He was the first person to circumnavigate solo, and he did it in 1895. This man and I are feeling the same things out at sea. His favorite wind and wave state is a fresh breeze, too, and he experiences the loneliness of solitude in a severe way as well. In any case, he was told that he would forget how to speak out at sea alone, so he talked to an imaginary crew at first, and then, feeling foolish about it, decided to just sing. He said when he sang, sea turtles and porpoises rose to the surface to greet him. So I shall sing to the flying fish who mistook my boat for a wave, and perhaps more creatures will come to visit. Out here at sea I have memories of a time before birth, a time of drifting among beams of light that flowed straight from the source, a time when there were no boundaries of skin between particles and the heart need not beat because it was already one with the very rhythm of the universe. Then I can feel myself in the womb. I can hear my parents from a distance. My mom is speaking sweetly, and my dad is singing a song by Elvis. I am enveloped in water and darkness, but at peace. Their faint voices carrying me towards a new dawn. I have memories of being a child and the things I cared for most. Turtles, butterflies, seashells, wind chimes, glowworms, the sun, holograms, things that sparkled, honeysuckles, light, dandelions, creeks, crawdads, trampolines, woods, and empty cardboard boxes that had the possibility of becoming whatever kind of fort my sister and I could imagine. I try to recall the voices of my family now, every single one of them. I can't fully capture them out here. I can hear them each saying one word with their own special twist and twang that belongs to the South, but not full sentences. The word I hear them say is my name. My sisters call me Wawa. My cousin Becca calls me Tivs or Livia, the O of my name sinking to the weight of the L. My cousin Alexis calls me Tivers. My mom calls me Pumpkin. For a while she was calling me and saying, Hey, Shorty, but I had to put a stop to that. I want to hold on to those voices and take them with me, and I'm crying because I can't, because things like this can fade. Everything can fade and wilt on the vine of time. I can speak out here through satellites. When my ears are thirsty for a human voice, I call my mom but our connection is distorted by the dance it does through space. I think about my grandmother who passed away several years ago. She taught me to stay wild and be present, to not give a damn about the past or worry about the future or care what others thought of me. She taught me to travel and experience a world beyond my front porch. She showed me how to dance with life as if it were the bull and I the matador. And most importantly, she was the first person who exposed me to poetry. I can remember many things about her, like the lines of her face and the way she smelled and laughed. But I can't hear her voice speaking anymore. As she was crossing over, she would have waking visions that she was at parties with friends who had already died. She could see their faces vividly, 
and would have long conversations with them. I think about this and hold on to it with hope, that those voices she hadn't heard in years had returned, and one day hers will return to me. I imagine that once I'm on shore, the plethora of human voices might startle and deafen me. So for now, I will continue to soak in a world where only waves speak and hold on to what I can of my favorite human voices.